Hi, it's me, Tiwa Ogunlesi. I'm a life coach, founder of Confident and Killing It. And you're listening to the Confident and Killing It podcast. This show is about waking you up to your worth so you can be confident, unstoppable, and dare to live the life that you truly desire. No more fear and insecurities getting in the way. It's time to master your mind, believe in yourself, and show up in the world. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Confident and Killing It podcast. Thank you all so much for your excitement that you shared about the podcast being back. I am also very excited. In the last episode, I talked about the difficult feelings and emotions I felt after the book launch. And so today's episode is a mini 10-minute mood booster is what I like to call them. So just like my 10 minute episodes and it's on how to deal with a low mood because I remember I said I was going to take you in detail into how to navigate those emotions. So I'm going to be sharing um, ways that you can manage a low mood and how to really navigate that space. The questions you ask yourself when you're not in your usual state are very, very important because there will be questions that lead you to solutions and there will be questions or statements that keep you stuck in the mood you're in right now. So the very first thing is to move from, instead of asking yourself, what's wrong with me? Ask yourself, what need am I not meeting? Look at the difference in the energy between those two things. What's wrong with me? That feels heavy. That feels like a dead end. What's wrong? It's just like, oh gosh, where do I even begin? What's wrong? I don't know what's wrong. But when you ask yourself, what need am I not meeting? You automatically begin to think of what are your needs? Okay, how have you been living your life in the past couple of months or weeks in a way that you have neglected something in you that usually keeps you going? So in my book, Confident and Killing It, there's a whole chapter on on this dealing with the mean girl in your mind. And part of that is managing these emotions. And I talk about the three A process. Okay. And that's what I'm going to share with you in this podcast episode. So if you want more tools and techniques for managing your moods, go check out the book. But for now, I want to introduce you to the three A's process. So first step is acknowledge how you feel. So when I was going through my difficult times, I had to acknowledge that, okay, I don't feel like myself right now. And that's okay. All right. Step one is acknowledging because you cannot deal with or find a solution for a problem that you do not acknowledge or even see. So it's really important to actually just be like, you know what? I don't feel good today or I'm not feeling like my usual self and make peace with the fact that right now you're in a space that is not the usual you. And we've got to remember, like life is a roller coaster. You're not going to feel 100% yourself every single day of every single moment. The richness of life is from the highs and the lows. Because in the lows, you learn something, whether it's about yourself, whether it's about life, 
Okay, so there is, as I always say, there is beauty in your strengths and your struggles. And so taking a moment to just acknowledge that you're in a struggle area in your life is really important. So after you do that, the next step, the next A is to articulate how you feel and to articulate what is really going on for you. So um, how do you do this? By actually expressing yourself and your emotions. Now, when I was articulating how I felt, I wasn't doing that on social media. I was doing that behind closed doors. And this is the part of my book where I talk about when do you share and when do you not share? Personally, I share publicly once I've come through the storm and I have the life lessons because I don't really want to tell people what I'm going through just for the sake of doing it. I don't necessarily feel that's helpful. As a coach, I want to be able to share with you my struggles once I've gleaned through it and filtered through it. And now I know the lesson that I'm actually meant to be sharing here. So I'm sharing more of the lesson than the actual struggle I went through. So I always suggest articulate your emotions or whatever it is you're going through in a safe and private space. So you can do this either through journaling or you can do this through speaking to someone you trust, heavy on the speaking to someone you trust. Because you don't want a situation where the things you share are, you know, taken out of context or people start treating you in a different way because you've been vulnerable with them. So make sure it's somebody you trust um, who will understand going to therapy or speaking to that family member who just gets it, uh, for example. And if you're more of a journaling type person, some journaling prompts that you can use. One I really love is I welcome and I release. For example, I release pain. I release negativity. I release fear. I release um, anxiety. And you keep going just down a list of all the things that are coming up for you. So let me backtrack a little bit. Before I do that, sit, just take a moment and sit and feel because um, for me, when I am going through a rough patch, numbness is what comes up for me most. And again, this is different for everyone, but for me, numbness comes up most. And when I was actually speaking to a psychologist about this, they said numbness is like the umbrella emotion, because when you're numb, your body is feeling so many different things. It doesn't know which one to pick. So it just goes numb. Um, I'm pretty sure that's going to help someone now because I used to feel like totally empty and numb. And I used to say, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? But it was simply because I'm feeling so many different things. My body doesn't is overwhelmed with emotion that it just kind of shuts down. So if you feel like that, sometimes pay attention to, okay, try and put a name to it. And this is why in my book, I put an emotions wheel in it. So you can actually see the name of all the different emotions and can put a name to whatever it is you're feeling. Because when you put a name to it, that's when you can begin to navigate it better. So write down all the things you want to release. And then you want to start with the things you want to welcome into your life. Okay. So whatever it is, you want to welcome joy. You want to welcome peace. You want to welcome abundance, whatever it is, just start to write it down 
on a list all the things you want to welcome. Now, the number one reason why I say you shouldn't just keep your thoughts and emotions in your head is because when it's inside of you, you will not get the clarity you need to find a way forward. When you talk to people about it, people you trust, as you begin to talk, you begin to hear yourself and you give yourself an opportunity to check what you're saying. And also you give yourself an opportunity to think of solutions. When you're writing it down, you see it on paper and it's easier to question things. So, you know, let's say you're going through a challenging period. Maybe you're really struggling with comparison and you don't really realize it. But then you start to ask yourself, okay, what need am I not meeting? What story am I telling yourself? And you start to write it down and you see the story you're telling yourself is like, oh, your life is so far behind in comparison to everybody else's or, oh, you know, um, you know, people are really making more money than you and living such a great life or people have found love and you haven't. If you begin to see these things, then you can be like, hang on a second. Is this really true? But when it's in your head, it's like, it almost like it has control over you. But when it's on paper, you're bigger than it. You're towering over the piece of paper and you can actually see like, hang on a second. Is this what I want to believe for myself? And then the third A is allow. And this is all about allowing yourself to move forward. Okay. You've acknowledged that you're not feeling good. You've articulated what's going on with you. And hopefully as you've done that, you begin to get some insight. And then the final step is actually to allow yourself to move on and to move forward. Negative emotions aren't bad. And in fact, I would argue that is there such a thing as a negative emotions? Emotions are just emotions. But the key is not to get stuck in it. Okay? So you're not going to have a life where you don't experience pain and struggle. It's, It's a normal part of life and your growth as a human being. But the key is not to get stuck in those negative emotions. So whether you like it or not, whether you feel like it or not, you have to begin the journey to pick yourself back up. And you're able to do this by kind of overriding your emotions at that moment. So when I was going through my struggles over summer, I was like, I don't want to exercise. I'm not in the mood to do this. I'm not in the mood to see anyone. I just want to be by myself. And that's fine, but not if you carry on doing that. So whether I felt like it or not, I said, you know what? We're going on a 5K walk. Let's go. Whether I wanted to or not, I just said, we're going. Whether I felt like it or not, I just said, we're going. I said, we're going to Pilates. We're going to to just start this work that you've been procrastinating on. And um, I talk about Mel Robbins' technique counting backwards, the five second rule, counting five, four, three, two, one, go. And you just launch yourself into what you're doing. Because sometimes your emotions will lie to you. Okay. Sometimes your, your, your body and your mind think you want something, but actually what's best for you is getting up, getting out of the house and getting fresh air. You get to the point where even when your body doesn't feel like it, you just have to start that journey of getting back to yourself. That point might be different for different people. And I can't tell you exactly how many days after you've articulated your emotions should you start allowing yourself to move forward. Whatever you do, 
just start small and make sure you actually begin to move forward. And it's in that at last stage, once you're starting to move forward and getting the ball rolling, that if you want to publicly share with a wider audience, then I would say, go ahead and do that. So to sum it up, acknowledge how you feel, articulate what is going on within you, in your mind, in your heart, and allow yourself to move forward. Try these three techniques the next time you're going through a challenging time, or if you are in one right now, try these techniques and give me some feedback as to how you found it. So send me a DM at Tiwalola or at Confident and Killing It, and I'd love to hear how you found the technique. In our next episode, we're going to be talking about how to make perfectionism work for you. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening. Love you all. And until next time, stay confident and connected.